Do you suffer from seed shame? Not sure what seed shame is? Well, stay tuned because today I'm going to take you behind the scenes for an insider's view on exactly what seed shame is, how you get it, and how to conquer it. By the way, if you're new here, welcome to the Edelful Gardens podcast. I'm your host, Nanette Blair, and I'm so glad you found us. We help people create edible and beautiful landscapes that are way better than organic because I'm on a mission. My mission is to make good food accessible to everyone. And in my opinion, the best definition of good food is nutritious, delicious, and safe. And it doesn't get any better than picking fresh fruit, herbs, veggies straight off the plant where you know what went into it from start to finish. And you won't find any tomato cages here. As a matter of fact, there's a lot you won't find here, including pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, or any of the other sides. But what you will find here are landscapes that are designed for beauty, fun, reflection, entertaining, and the list goes on to whatever you want. Because it's your home, your yard, and your taste, and beauty truly is in the eye of the beholder. Okay, you know that garden you've been thinking about? Well, I know you're ready. I know I'm ready. So let's dig in. Okay, there's been a lot of memes going around on Facebook about, they don't call it seed shame, word for word, but uh, it's a lot about ordering new seeds when you already have a lot of seeds or you don't really need more seeds. But this one's my favorite, and I'm going to try to do it justice, but if you go to Ediful Garden, the Ediful Garden's Facebook page, go to December 30th, 2019. Okay, so it goes something like this. Older guy says, I'm ordering new seeds from the new catalog. Younger guy, you already have a giant box of seeds. Older guy, these are different seeds for new plants. Younger guys, throwing a chair. (laughs) You don't even have a place to plant more seeds. Older guy, now he's red-faced and he's pointing. (laughs) He says, I will have new beds installed before they even get here. (laughs) So anyway, so that is basically the, the crux of I need more seeds, right? And I say all this seed shame thing with kind of like tongue in cheek, but this is a real struggle that we go through. And it doesn't seem like that much of a struggle until you've experienced this. And I'm going to show you kind of the behind the scenes of what I've been through for many, many, many years. And I don't experience that so much anymore. I do a little bit. I think it's just kind of the nature of being a gardener is you want to acquire a lot of seeds. But we, we as gardeners will call it a seed bank. So these are my seeds that I have for when I need them, right? And it is a different kind of wealth to have all these seeds. But if we're being truthful, then we need to admit we're kind of a hoarder, right? So I actually had to look this up. Like, what is the definition of being a hoarder? Okay. Hey, Siri. Uh Uh-huh. What is the definition of a hoarder? Hoarder means a person who hoards things. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Siri. Hmm? Okay, what is the definition of hoard? Which word? H-O-A-R-D. As a noun, it means the stock or store of money or valued objects, typically one that is secret or carefully guarded. Do you want to hear the remaining one? No. No. 
Okay, so what I think is so funny about that is that she says it's a stock or store of money or valued objects, typically one that is secret and carefully guarded. So that's what makes a hoard. So, and definitely we keep them carefully guarded. We keep them in a safe place and we keep them secret, or at least I do. I mean, I don't know about you, but I put them in a place where not everyone can see them. Am I alone in that? Am I the only one who does that? I don't think that I do that because I'm afraid that someone's going to break into my house and steal all my seeds. (laughs) So it's really more because I don't want everybody that comes into my house or into my office or, or wherever I keep them to see all of these seeds that I have laying around. First of all, I don't want to have them laying around. I want to have them nice and organized and where I can find what I need when I need it, right? But it's it's different than that. And I'm trying to think of how to explain how I feel because I know not everyone is going to feel the same way, but I don't think that I'm alone in this. Please let me know. Email me, PM me, DM me, whatever, and let me know, am I alone in this? But I don't think that I am. As a matter of fact, I know I'm not because I have talked to other people who grow things, gardeners, and they have said that they have a secret stash of seeds somewhere. So if you're a true gardener, you're probably a hoarder. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you on a kind of inside my mind on how I have felt when I have gone into a retail location it could be a tractor supply, maybe the, the farm store that you go into to buy your seeds. It could be a retail store like Home Depot or Walmart, wherever it is, you know, even the dollar store, wherever it is that you buy seeds. <laughs> yeah, I have hit up the dollar store when I knew that their seeds were kind of going out of season whenever they put them on sale for seven cents a packet. There's nothing wrong with that, right? And there's not. I really don't believe that. But when you have plenty of seeds in your seed bank, you've got them stashed somewhere. You've got them all organized, but you've got a big stash of seeds somewhere or a little stash of seeds somewhere. And you go buy more seeds and you have no idea what you have in your little box at home or your big box at home, whatever it is. So that's kind of where I'm coming from for the show today. Okay, so back in the day, they would have these cartoons where they would have like an angel sitting on one shoulder and then the devil sitting on another shoulder and there there's a real conflict. There's a struggle going on there. Like, do I do the right thing or do I do the wrong thing? So I'm going to call him good guy, bad guy. So because I picture my grandkids and they're real into the DC comics and the Marvel comics or whatever it is, Batman, Spider-Man, all those like action adventure type movies. And they'll say, hey, Grammy, is that a good guy or a bad guy? And if we're just watching a regular movie and I'll say, I don't know, I think that might be the good guy or that might be the bad guy. Sometimes it's hard to tell which one's the good guy and which one's the bad guy. But the struggle is real and we're going to, I'm going to share with you what I have experienced in the past. Say I walk into, let's just say Walmart and I'm just going in there to grab one thing and I walk past and I see that their seed display is set up or their seed aisles are set up because they have many, many aisles, right? It's it, like impossible for me to not go down that aisle. <laughs> so it goes a little something like this. Bad guy. 
Hey, their seeds are in. Okay, let's go check it out. Good guy. Okay, but we're only going to go look right now. Bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Seeds. Let's go. Good guy. She doesn't have her list. Bad guy. Yeah, but maybe they have something that we don't have or that we've never seen before or that she hasn't thought of yet. Good guy. She has a plan. Bad guy. Plan schman. Seeds. Good guy. She's already ordered seeds. They should be getting here anytime now. Bad guy. They're only two or three bucks a pack. Tell you what, we'll look at the 99 cent spinner too, okay? Ooh, we don't have that sunflower. Good guy. She has sunflowers on the way. She picked out the ones she wants and she already has seeds that she saved from last year. Bad guy. Not this sunflower she doesn't. Ooh, they have seed potatoes and garlic too. Good guy. You already have seed potatoes and garlic. Bad guy. Killjoy. Good guy. You know, if you put that first seed packet in the basket, bad guy rudely interrupts. Oh, and we need this and we need that one and we need this one. Starts putting seed packets in the basket. Good guy. There goes the budget. <laughs> Where are we going to plant all this stuff? Bad guy. We'll find a place. Just don't worry about it. Good guy. That's enough. You need to add those up and see how much that is. And you need to think about where you're going to plant that. Bad guy. Would you quit being so bossy? Let her have some fun. This is seeds. Cut to a few minutes later. Good guy's giving us a silent treatment now. And the bad guy's getting a little unnerved by this silent treatment. They're standing in line at the checkout counter. Good guy speaks back up. I'm telling you, you need to add those up. You need to relook at them and decide, do I really need all of this? This is too much. I don't know where we're going to put all this. Bad guy. Yeah, we probably need to figure out where we're going to stash this so that no one will find it. Good guy. That's not what I meant and you know it. Meanwhile, the cashier declares, that will be $154.95. Bad guy. What? There's no way. What else did she buy? Good guy. You know, good and well, the only other thing in that basket was a gallon of milk. And all the way home, you're getting the silent treatment from both of them. <laughs> and you're on your own. They were only the devil on your shoulder and the angel on your shoulder. And you had full control the whole time you were there. So, yes, this is what I have experienced in the past. And that silent treatment all the way home is doesn't feel good. It feels like shame, right? So, anyway, yeah, I mean, the bad guy and the good guy is both excited that you have the all these seeds and all this potential but they're also secretly thinking in this silent treatment, and you are too, is where am I going to plan all this stuff? Did I buy something that I already have? And more likely than not, I already had that exact same seed, or I had something that was close enough that it would have worked just fine. And that is the way that it went for me for a long time, for years. And I just don't do that anymore. As a matter of fact, I will tell you that I've experienced something very similar to that, even when ordering online. So if you go to Baker Creek Seeds or Seed Exchange, wherever you buy your seeds from online, 
you can also kind of fall into this trap too because they'll have on there a wish list like add to your wish list but at least you get to add everything up before you give them a credit card to pay so it might be that the the seed packet might be 99 cents at the store if you go to the 99 cent spinner or the 50 cent spinner or if you're at the dollar store but the thing that I like about it is you can actually see what your total is going to be before you get to the, the cashier and you experience that seed shame of, oh, wow, I really overspent. I remember one time I was ordering from a seed catalog where I went online to order and I want to say it was like four or $500 by the time I added up everything because I didn't have a plan. And you do have a plan. If you listen to last week's show, you went and downloaded the guide. It was at Ediful Gardens, or it is at edifilgardens.com forward slash 2020 garden plan. And you can go grab that free planner and worksheet where you can uh, write out all of the things that you want to do for 2020. And then you'll have a way better idea of what you need to buy in the way of seeds. And if you go back and listen to the episode of how to prioritize your wish list, I think that'll help you out a lot too. The only reason that I say that is that's what I do now. It works for me. I know not everybody thinks the same way or processes the same way, but this is something that's really helped me out. So what's the big takeaway here? (laughs) Well, if you've experienced this yourself, then you just kind of got a chuckle out of it and a laugh because you know that this is the way that it goes. Part of what I left out of there is in that process, good guy and bad guy are talking to each other. The good guy is also saying, you still have to order, you still need to buy plants or trees this year or tools. There's other things that you have in your budget of time, space and money. And you promise, say, your significant other or yourself. You declared your number, again, going back to the 2020 garden plan. It's at edifilgardens.com forward slash 2020 garden plan. You've declared a number, and I hope that part of that was a budget where you said, I'm going to spend this much on tools, this much on plants, this much on seeds, this much on trees, whatever it is, compost, mulch, whatever it is. I mean, if you're beholden only to yourself, you still feel that shame because you're thinking, okay, well, I blew my budget of time, space, and money. It's not just about the money. It's also about those seeds that will never get planted. Oh, wow. There's a deep metaphor for you there. Seeds that never get planted. They never, they won't see their potential this year. And the longer that you hold them, the longer that you keep them, their germination rate goes down. So their potential goes down. It's There's still potential there, but it just goes down a little bit. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think that'll do it for this one. Until next time, bye for now. (laughs) 